Episode number 59, Camaro Crashes Again. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's going on, buddy? Uh, you know, just hanging out, doing the scene. You know how it goes. Going uh, to some cars and coffee, left and right. And, <laughs> normally, uh, normally it's it's um the it's the joke, and 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 I think we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we are this week. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about Camaros and obstacles that don't like to move. Um. <laughs> We're going to talk about Woodward and maybe something kind of special happening there at the oh, Woodward Dream Cruise. Yeah. John Force back behind the wheel of a Camaro. Oh, I'm so happy about this being an old drag racing fan. Uh, 2017 Camaro playbook and carbon fiber wheels. And a sp- well, before that, we got a special guest we got to talk about. Yes. So let's start off. Let's, this one. let's start off with something that happens to be. Uh, trending this week on facebook and and all over the place and 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 it's the old joke that's been really going on for the last month and i (laughs) even more so exactly because you're seeing memes like crazy cars and coffee and people leaving okay (sighs) predominantly it's been mustangs (laughs) up until up until now has been passed the yeah the baton has been passed so you know, a, we would we would talk about this. We wouldn't exactly glorify the fact that at cars and coffee events across the country, which you if, if you haven't been to one, please go to one, but don't leave one the way that these cars have been: Mustangs leaving cars and coffee and crashing into other cars or <laughs> obstacles or whatever, or people, or people. Yeah, uh, it's just bad news all around. Well, now it's happening to Camaros too. Ugh. It is. There's this beautiful, what is that? The first gen it's built, a first gen. built Camaro, just it, laying down the law when it's trying to leave. Street legal, yeah. And then just veers right into the median and crashes. So, all right, I've got, I got, I, I have personally, I have problems with this galore. First and foremost, stop leaving cars and coffee events, trying to impress the rest of everybody there. First of all, you're not impressing everybody. Right. You're not impressing anybody because if you're leaving a Cars and Coffee, depending on, depending on the location of the day, you're leaving a Cars and Coffee that has a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. So whatever you have, give it up. Yeah. Second of all, you're making it embarrassing for everybody else when you careen into another car or person or fence <laughs> or something. Just stop doing it. That's when yeah. when you leave, just to turn. And it's and it's kind of like, um, and I'm going to call this the Woodward mentality, because mm-hmm. you and I being here well, when we were here in Detroit, uh, 1.5 million people line Woodward, and all they are is is sitting there with cameras and and trying to egg you on to do burnouts and and race and stuff like that. You just gotta just just. Turn out normally. Just, just 
Let's go away. As my <laughs> just, attorney just... would say, govern thyself accordingly. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's what this guy in the first gen, barely street legal, race ready first gen Camaro did or didn't do. He laid down some law and careened into a chain link fence <laughs> in the median is, that's weird in itself but i don't know uh it's an embarrassment and you know what it's gonna it's gonna put an end to cars and coffee cars it, and coffee is really cool because it's non-corporate non-sponsored it's a bunch of cool people getting together with cool cars and pretty soon they're gonna put in they've already started putting an end to it i know because of this i know and it needs to stop yep oh boy so, That's nuts. Chris, you're going to link it up in the show notes if you haven't already seen I will, it. If, if, if you people haven't already seen that. Um, yeah. I will link that up. So that ties into the Our, crash that we touched on last week. I know. Ring, right? I, yeah. So this last weekend, uh, Roger Chevrolet here in Metro Detroit uh, did uh, their annual Camaro show. And uh, I went and Al... Openheiser, chief engineer, was there along with uh, Todd Christensen, and they were each driving a 50th anniversary uh, Camaro. One was nice. a convertible, one was a coupe. They were kind of showing it off, and then they spoke for a little bit. So, of course, after last week, everybody wanted to know <laughs> about the Camaro that crashed at the ring, the so-called right. 6-Gen Z28. Al spoke about it. He wouldn't Ah, he wouldn't confirm what the car was, but he did speak to what they were doing there in Germany. And I got that on uh, video, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that right now. As far as what you've seen going on in Germany, so yes, we go to the Nurburgring usually twice a year. It's called Industry Pool, so all the manufacturers are over there. No public are allowed on the track. Uh, everybody has some type of driver training, so it's very professional. Um, there are about four spots around the Nurburgring ring where you can capture videos and photographs, and that's what they do. So uh, we're working on some future things, some development work, some things you may see, some things you may never see. You know, we, this is where we do, this is our development area where we look at wheels and tires and spoilers and splitters and ride height, tire size and everything. We do that at all the different racetracks around the world. And so this is just another evolution of the development of the Camaro in its life cycle. So you may or may never see any of that. Um, but the one thing that I want to stress is that um, we, we do follow strict safety protocol. We saw the drivers have their Hans devices and their helmets and their fire suits. And um, they're all very well trained. You have to have certain driving skills to be able to actually drive there for us. And um, so everyone was safe. The car actually was back on the road the next day because of the way he was trained and, and because of the safety equipment that he had. Um, it was, and the way he handled the car actually was minimal damage to it. So that should answer the questions about the video uh, and, then, and the questions about what we're doing there. Uh, you're never going to get it out of me. If Joe can't get it out of me, none of you will. Because he tries every time he sees me. So. You just have to understand that the next beast you've got to buy is that one. So, uh, oh, yeah. What's <laughs> that? Was that? The, that was the I end of the video. Um, so that that was Al. He just 
basically describe it. It was an industry pool event um, with with for manufacturers. Uh, you had to be a manufacturer to be out on the track. Um, they wouldn't address the car that they were driving, but the damage it did, uh, I guess, sustain was um, minimal because it was back on the track the yeah. very next day. And they can be tra- They could be um, testing. Um, what do you put tires and wheels and ride height and spoilers and this is their time to get out there and do that. So again, I'll say the same thing I said last week. The sooner you fail, the faster you succeed. So they found the weak spot, they fixed it, they got back out there on the track. It's awesome. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that the media, like us, covers it the way that we do. <laughs> like I said last week, two douchebags talking about it. But you know what? We 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 shed a balanced light on it. Yeah. Um. So. It's it's uh it's good that they learned from it because that means that that when you buy your alleged Z28, that means you won't be careening into a wall as well. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness for that, huh? <sighs> no kidding. Uh, special thanks to Al, you know, for kind of clearing that up. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's uh, there's a lot of people hammering him on that too. So he fin- he he finally addressed it, and it was just like, okay, yep, that's it. Um, but who? Also was there is Todd Christensen, who's the marketing manager. And I think something special is coming this summer. You know, it, it is the 50th anniversary of, of Camaro for the 2017 model year. Right on, um, right on. And, and this is what Todd said. What's going on? Um, this year is very special, obviously, with the 50th anniversary for Camaro. We obviously know September of 66 was the first year it was introduced. Um I'll give you a little hint. You might want to uh, mark your calendars around Woodward weekend. There might be something special going on here in Detroit around that. More details to come. But uh, anyway, thanks for all you guys do. Um, appreciate uh, everybody being fans. And I'm going to hand it over to Al. Tell you a little bit about the cars we have. So that was Todd um, saying, uh, you guys should circle your calendar around Woodward this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of just speculate here. Uh, as we've been speculating uh, the last couple of months, it is the 50th anniversary for Camaro. So what better venue than to host a big birthday party for Camaro? I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Except for the fact that I'm not in Detroit anymore. Come on. What's up with that? Yeah. So for those of you listening who are in Detroit or thinking about coming to Woodward, I would highly suggest that this would be the year you should get here, Maggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mags. Lori and Joe Jobson and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got here? Well, we've got this really cool interview. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. We, we got to get to this. Yeah. We have a couple interviews, actually. Uh, this week, um, we interviewed, uh, Matt Everett. Uh, he runs a YouTube channel. What's his username again? Better known as lethal hammer. We started talking about him a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. And, uh, we, we gave him a quick buzz talking about his YouTube channel because he's got these all, he, he just, he, he just picked up his. 2016 Camaro like a couple three months ago and he's got like a hundred videos on his YouTube channel about it already so it's really cool so we buzzed him up and want to talk to him about it 
Um, and next week, let's give a little preview. We uh, talk to our very own loyal listener, Mudbone. Mudbone. And, uh, yeah, so we'll play that next week. But for now, let's uh, let's get uh, our friend Matt Lethal Hammer on the line here and talk about his YouTube channel. So we've got a special guest every now and then we like to do uh, have somebody on the show. And we, we found this guy on YouTube. Heck yeah. Uh, why, don't you, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and, and we'll, we'll go from there. Hey, so I'm Matt Everett. Um, I am located here in SoCal, for those of you who have been out here at Temecula. Um, what do I wait, What was you said to introduce myself and do yeah. what? Well, yeah. So, so we found you on YouTube. Yeah. You've got this, uh, this cool YouTube channel called Lethal Hammer, correct? It, it is called Lethal Hammer. Don't yep. ask how that name came about. <laughs> you know what? It's, it sounds like a video game thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely sounds like a video game handle. Um, but what, uh, how we found you is because you, you put out a series of very cool videos and vlogs on your YouTube channel. And we're going to get into that a little bit. But first, in typical fashion, let's, let's talk about your car. Tell us about the car that you drive and that you do your YouTube videos about. Yeah, so um, I was one of the lucky people to order a 2016 Camaro 2SS, um, saved a very long time for it, so was super excited, well, was, am, are, whatever, excited to finally get it. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a Summit White Beauty. Um, she's uh, basically fully loaded, magnetic ride control, dual-mode dual mode exhaust, um, all the goodies. Yes, I went A8 Auto for all you haters out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, it's got nav, it's got everything, you know. I went with the 2SS because I wanted the leather, I wanted the heated cool seats, I wanted all the things that came with that. So Nice, nice. Did you opt for the uh, brake she's, package? She's awesome. What was that? Did you opt for the brake package? The, I did, so, God, that was such a struggle. That oh, was, yeah. The struggle was a real moment. That is, a, that is an expensive brakes? option for the brakes. It's a, it's a very expensive option through GM, and I think through a lot of the... Uh, you know, there's lots of sites that are like resellers of the yeah. GM parts. You can definitely get it for almost half price. So I may do that down the road. But honestly, for what I drive, like I want to do track driving. Like I would love to go to Laguna Seca or Willow Springs and stuff like that. Cool. Like, if I did that more often, I would definitely get the six piston fronts. Um, but I just I'm not doing that right now. So yeah. So um, <laughs> this isn't your first Camaro, right? It's you've not. Had a, no. You've had a fifth gen. And I've had a first gen. So you've had a first gen, a fifth gen, and unfortunately, this is not your first sixth gen. <laughs> it's not. What's yeah. the story behind Yeah, give that? us a little uh, background. Uh, so I took delivery of my beautiful baby. Um, well, she was built, my first car, 117192. Yes, I memorized my last five numbers. <laughs> um, if that doesn't say I'm a Camaro freak, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but... Uh, um, she was built on 1015. Uh, she got caught up in a QC hold. I eventually got the car December 30th. Um, so it was roughly 77 days from Oof. when she shipped and yeah. then from when she got to my dealership, which, to, to be fair, I live on the other side of the country from where the car's built. Yeah. Um, so it did take a little bit to get here. But um, there was haze marks and issues in the paint upon delivery. Dealer felt they can fix it. They tried to fix it. It didn't fix. They sent it to a resto mod guy. He basically made the car look like glass, which was amazing, but it unveiled paint issues under the clear coat. Um, and it, it, 
it looked like someone had licked a job. Like it looked like my fenders were a jawbreaker and someone was licking on it. Because uh, you could just see awkward like layers of weirdness under the clear coat. Yikes. Um, so GM, long story short, GM came out and looked at the car. They agreed it wasn't right and uh, bought back the car. And uh, I purchased basically an identical version of my car but with nav. So that was really the only difference. So, oh, okay. And I got to assume um, the wait wasn't as long for the second one as it was the first no, one. No, it wasn't. Once GM approved all the paperwork, it took about, God, two months for all the paperwork to go through and all the approvals to get checked off and everything. Um, the car was actually already at the dealership for like a week and a half. They had purchased it from another dealer that was about 100 miles away. Um, had just come off the truck there, so it didn't sit on a lot. and It wasn't, you know, sat in by tons of people from from what I'm told. So well, that's good. Right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you like it, your 6th gen versus your 5th gen that you had? Well, so... My fifth gen, it was a V6, so I had a 1LT RS, uh, and for many reasons, gas at the time was like 550 a gallon, and I was driving ridiculous <laughs> miles every day, and I just, the V8 was just, when you're spending $1,000 in gas on a V6 every month, you know, the going to a V8 is kind of a deal breaker yeah. um, at that point, but um, the difference between the cars is night and day. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you're going from a V6 to a V8, that's the power. Um, but I think just, in, I mean, I've driven fifth gen V8s, but I think with the sixth gen, like, good God, there's torque everywhere. Like, <laughs> the car's yeah. awesome. Um, but uh, the interior is also the, the biggest uh, thing that won me over. But then again, I had a 13, so it was the, the kind of upgraded interior from when the fifth gen was launched. So I had the big right. MyLink touchscreen yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. There you go. Wow. So you got the sixth gen car. You started shooting videos with it. And that's how I found, that's, I guess, how we found Matt was that, through YouTube. Yep. And that's how we found you. We yeah. stumbled across your channel, and I, th I thought it was pretty cool. There's something about it, so I subscribed to it, and it showed up in my YouTube feed. And next thing you know, we're like, let's get a hold of this guy, because every, what, every week you put on a new video, give or take? Yeah, how often are you doing videos? Oh, man, it's a lot. Well, so my day job keeps me pretty busy, um, but most of my videos are shot on the weekends. Okay. Uh, and then I try to sneak away at night once the kids are in bed uh, to do the video editing to get them live. So sometimes I can do a lot of short videos really quick and I'll roll those out throughout the week. And other times I um, longer form videos like, why am I told, like the break. Some of the install guides that I do are usually a lot longer. Like I just put the body kit on my car, so I did a video for that. I think that one's my longest one. It's like 25 okay. minutes. But it was like five hours of footage that I had to tr truncate down to 25 <laughs> minutes. Um, but it's, it's fun. I love doing it. It, it literally was born out of a passion. Um, and it was and it, not so much just the passion, but also the lack of content. So one of the things I was always doing, like being a Camaro fan and wanting to know more information was – you know, what does this do? How, how do I install this? How do I do that? Like, and I was finding that there wasn't really any content online. Like no one was posting stuff. Like there would have been a guy like in Tennessee who shot with his potato phone. Hey man, here's my <laughs> MagnaFlow exhaust that yep. I just installed. Uh, you do know that I live in Tennessee, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew that. I was making sure you're paying attention. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <what I> thought. <laughs> that's right that's what you get but um it was it was never like hey this is how i installed the exhaust or this is what i think about it it was like here it is installed on my car listen to it and it was like okay that's cool but 
how much did it cost? Where did you get it? Was it hard to install? Did you do it on your own? Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I know how to work on cars. Why don't I just kind of document what I'm doing with mine and make videos about it? And I just kind of started doing that. And with that, a couple of my buddies, they do YouTube stuff. And they're like, why don't you just like, kind of vlog about things? Like, not just your car guides, but talk about things. He's like, you'd be surprised. People may be interested or yeah. there might be people looking like – if you're asking the question, I'm, he's like, I'm pretty sure someone else might be. And so I was like, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> you're definitely right. That's how I learn half the stuff I have learned is because I went straight to YouTube and found it. I'm just looking at your channel right now. I mean, it's, you've got tons and tons and tons of videos for having your car for such a short time. It looks like if I were just to count, probably, oh, damn near 70 <laughs> There's a wow. lot of I think them. I have about I think I have about 215 videos now on the channel. Oh, um, wow. but I'm just talking about just your probably your, your 16 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, probably, keeps... probably about probably a little over 100 of those are uh, are Camaro six focus. Some of them, I do have some Camaro five when I got my uh, K and N air filter, oh, okay. and float exhaust, and those were some of the first car videos. I'm a big tech geek. I love computer stuff. Um, I love overclocking and water cooling and all that stuff. And uh, I kind of transitioned that into cars. So I now I overclock my car. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Don't we all? Yeah. So, um, what do you got? Uh, you got like a like a sneak peek of what you're working on next for your YouTube channel? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I got a lot of them. Um, actually, I have a couple of videos that I so as I told you, I try to record them on the weekends and I'll put them together. I put together a couple of videos, but like, uh, I have a uh, a. Plasti dip video that's coming. Like, oh, so I, I plasti dipped a few parts of the car, um, mainly like on the front splitter. So it it literally bolts on right to your front end of your vehicle, but there's like white trim pieces on, you know, the interior side that just kind of stand out like a sore thumb. So I highlighted what you can do there. Now with putting the body kit on, they they give you there's a million pop rivets um, to install that kit, and some of the pieces on there they're silver and they stand out. So covered those up as well so did a quick video highlighting and then just mainly asking people what they use plasti dip for it was funny i i and you'll laugh at this because you have a z01 uh chris yeah. is uh, someone plasti dip their entire z01 and i was like no really like, why would <laughs> like, you ever do wow that? okay so <laughs> yeah i mean but the other side is is like my I have another video that I've been working on for a while, and I'm sure a lot of people on the channel, um, they've been kind of raising their fist at me, like, where is it? And it's my my actual review of what I think of uh, the 2016 Camaro. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and I've been struggling with it um, because I want to just talk to all the points. Like, hey, GM did this. It's like almost they're talking points out of the brochure, and I'm like, no, that's, no, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So. I, I'm going to create a video that basically speaks to my experience with the car um, now that I've driven two and put on 3,000 plus miles on the first one and so many miles on this new one. Um, just speaking like, what do I really love? What are the issues I've ran into just daily life living in the car? You know, like I, I put on some miles, so I like to think I can speak to long road trips in a way. Excellent. Um, so what are some of the issues I have there? So. I'm going to approach it in a different way, knowing that everyone and their mother has already done their review of the 6th gen um, and try to put a new perspective on it. And I've just been struggling because I don't script anything out. You know, like yeah. I just I go walk in the garage and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do a topic on what I use to jack up my car today. Yeah. Like, 
you know, and so I don't, I don't write a script. I don't do anything. I think the only time I actually had a script in front of me was I did a video recently on a new service bulletin that came out for the cars where the tow links are cracking on. Oh, some okay. And then obviously Camaros. you had to have the bulletin in front of you to read it and all yeah, that I kind had of the stuff. The bulletin printed up, so I I was reading what the bulletin was saying. So. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I just. You know, I did <laughs> a lot of my videos. I um and on. Ah I say so, and I think I say across the board a lot. And um, <laughs> but see, I'm even umming now. Uh, <laughs> we all so do. Most of my videos that I edit, it's me umming and umming because I'm trying to remember everything because I don't write it down or I don't have a script that yep. I, I basically yep. off of. And it's, well, after doing this show for ten years, I think I say the whole nine yards quite a bit. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Yeah, not when yeah, you say it, it too many times. It, it's just really fun and. and and it's kind of interesting. I mean, I never dreamed as many people would watch these videos as as has happened. You know, like when my channel, it's like I created in 2009 doing PC tech reviews, like on laptops and mice and headsets, like just stuff that I have purchased and just sharing my review of it. And, and like, I think I had like a thousand subscribers at that time and not many video views and I started doing the Camaro stuff and it just kind of skyrocketed out of nowhere. I think I'm coming up like, and it's not like, oh my God, it's a million people, but still like there's almost 4,000 people that have raised their hand saying, Hey, I'm interested in your content. Like, I know that's I never that's great. That would ever happen. Ever. I know. Like, and I think we're just rolled over like 1.2 million video views. Like, all right. Holy crap. That's yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> that's spectacular. And, and to our listeners who are wondering, okay, how the heck can I, see the channel just go to youtube.com slash user slash lethal hammer yep. and, and we will take you right to we'll it. definitely link that up in the show notes as well absolutely cool stuff man well listen um oops i just what? actually hit the link and boy does that uh does that uh <laughs> exhaust on your car sound good <laughs> um yeah just great videos everybody needs to check them out everybody needs to subscribe to the channel and uh I appreciate it. Keep pumping out the cool videos, and yeah. uh, we'll keep watching. Thanks a ton for uh, for joining us, talking about your car, talking about your channel, and talking about your little struggle that uh, you had to have squared away. Yeah, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Like I, I've been a big fan of the show. So when you guys reached out, I think actually you guys covered a, a video that I did about the XM radio issues that some people were. Yes, like, and, uh, that was, was like, uh, right was after like, we reached crap. out. Yeah. Did did you did you get no. resolution? I did. So it's the initial phone contacts I had with XM were kind of terrible. And I think it was me calling India. I I was calling one number (laughs) that was basically giving me someone that sounded like they were from India. Yeah. But what I ended up doing is I called the number, which was different, that was in the car. So the number that pops up on your screen. And I got a sounded like an American person. Uh, Not saying India people can't give the same service as an American person, but. They basically said, oh, yeah, no, we, no, we realize that's a problem. We'll fix that right away. And then, like, 10 minutes later, it was fixed. So I was like, wow. That's good. <laughs> good. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. That's cool, man. Well, we probably ought to sign off and let you get back to work and working on your videos and working on your car and driving your car. And you're a busy dude, man. So we'll, we'll keep following you. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll do a follow-up in a little bit, have you back on the show. Heck, yeah. And uh, and hear again about what you've been up to lately, and uh, don't be a stranger. Awesome, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for joining us, Matt. No, thank you, Chris. Thanks, buddy. What a cool dude, man. Yeah, Matt's a great guy. I don't know where he finds the time to crank out all these videos. I know, especially when he has like a two-hour commute every day. That is crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. He must love his job because yeah. that would be like, yeah, no effing way. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so we have to forego our uh, our voicemails, any voicemails we have this week. Uh, we'll try to get them in next week, but don't forget to uh, get your voicemails and emails in. And uh, Chris, you want to tell them how? You bet. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Yeah, we've got such a jam-packed show this week. Yeah, that we we're gonna. What we're fire. gonna do is we. I think we have a couple uh, voicemails in the can. We're gonna push that to next week. Yep. And um, we'll put that in with uh, the uh, Mudbone slash Rick uh, interview. Yeah. Next week. That'll be cool. So let's uh, continue this episode with the news that we've got so far. Um, let's lead into this next thing that's near and dear to my heart personally. John Forrest. Um, 20 plus time champion is back behind the wheel of, and I gotta say, alleged Camaro SS funny car because yeah, well. really they have nothing, nothing <laughs> to do with the street version of the Camaro SS. Come on, I mean, it's if you, a, I mean, if you look at, I mean, our our, our friends at uh, CamaroNews.com posted a picture of John Force's funny car and the 2016 Camaro. I, <laughs> No, I mean I, no. It's it's a fiberglass body covered in a racing chassis with eight to ten thousand horsepower, thousand horsepower that yeah. uh, rockets down the track, a uh, quarter mile track. At, oh, actually, they're saying now ten thousand horsepower, wow. zero to three hundred and thirty in less than four seconds. <laughs> Um, it is so, a yeah, it really has nothing to do with the real car. However, it does represent the real car. It does. Now, this is why it's near and dear to my heart, because John Forrest used to drive a Pontiac Firebird funny car. Again, it has nothing to do with the real Firebird other than just the name. Um, and then he switched over to Ford Mustang for many, many years, including yep. the years that I worked for Ford Racing, because uh, <clears throat> Chevrolet and General Motors wouldn't hire me. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, so after all these years, 20 years, give or take, it's nice to see John Forrest back representing Cam Chevrolet and the Camaro SS in the peak antifreeze Chevrolet Camaro funny car. Nice. Looks, Good gravy. I mean, I'm, and Chris, I'm look you clotheslined uh, John Forrest. <laughs> I, I did not clothesline John Forrest. I'll tell you the story real yeah. quick once again. It was, I think, two years ago. We were going through the floor on SEMA. You know how packed it is at SEMA. And here comes John Force. He was obviously lost and needed to be somewhere, like, <laughs> like immediately. And he came around the corner, and I just shoulder-checked him and spun him around. Like not he was on a, purpose. Not on purpose. No, of no. course not. Like he was a rag doll. <laughs> but <laughs> and, but that did not stop him. He was on a mission. He had to be somewhere, probably signing for something. Yes. Um, and he just he was just kept going. Uh, but uh, I, I never met the guy. Um, but yes, I I did shoulder check him <laughs> rather hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose again. Not on John purpose. Force is uh, is the epitome of uh, takes a knocking and keeps on rocking <laughs> because that guy was long before you shoulder checked him into the boards there at the Seaway <laughs> Show. Um, you know he was a he was a truck driver 
for many years and drag raced on the weekends until he got picked up. And now he's a multimillionaire and he has lovely daughters that are also champions. Yes, now. absolutely. He, he spawned a huge drag racing family, a drag racing legacy, and he's back behind the wheel of a represent of a funny car representing Chevrolet and the Camaro. It's a great, great, great thing. Um, being a, a drag race uh, fan my whole life, uh, it's good to see John Force that way. And Chris, you and I may get a chance to meet him at SEMA for all we know again. I, I would think it would be logical. And, and you can just check him into the boards again. <laughs> I mean, at SEMA this previous year, he was on stage with his daughters uh, at the, the SEMA media event uh, that you you missed because I think you were stuck in an airport somewhere because of a likely an, 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 an incident with a possible terrorist. I don't know. It's hard to tell these days. Hey, yeah. This is the America we live in. Exactly. Uh, uh, make sure you vote at the, this year's elections. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's just cool to see him back behind the wheel of a represented representing Chevrolet and Camaro. Yep. Uh, uh, speaking of Camaro, 2017 Camaro Playbook. Yes, Playbook is out, and that Sounds includes. Dirty. Well, it's not really. It's it's basically all the information about the 2017 model year. Uh, it does include one LE and ZL1. Uh, however, no pricing has been announced for one LE ZL1. I am going to reiterate that the pricing uh, is supposed to be out third quarter uh, this year, and production should be starting in uh, fourth quarter. It's you know what the PR people are telling me. I've been holding out for this ZL1 for my a long God. time. Oh I my sold God. my 2010 Camaro, my pride and joy. Let me tell you, I, this, uh, that ZL1 is going to be, man, yeah. Yeah, but see, here's here's where I'm torn because I understand the business. I understand Chevrolet. I understand right. how it goes. The first question that Oppenheiser would ask or anybody in General Motors and Chevrolet would be, how much are you willing to pay for that incredible performance? Right. And I'm terrified of how much that will be. I may have to not get that ZL1. <laughs> and, and I believe the answer to that question is a lot. Well, <laughs> yes, a lot, but how much is enough and how much is too much? And we're going right. to talk about pricing. Pricing. With our friend Rick Furnival next week. Next week, next yeah. Episode, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, this playbook has some cool stuff in it. Thanks to our friends at Camaro News. Yes. So uh, we will link all that up in the show notes, so you can go over there and take a look at it yourself. Uh, moving on, um, GM Authority this week released a, a pretty interesting article. Uh, GM intends to offer carbon fiber wheels on future products for road and track use. Possibly uh, future Corvette and Camaros will have an option to add a uh, carbon fiber wheel. Now, you normally mm. have kind of a, I don't know, mm. you've designed your own wheels before. Yes, for I your, have. For your, for your Camaro. Yes, I have. Um, what would carbon fiber do for you? Uh, it's unsprung weight. It's less rotating mass. It... Uh... You know, we, we talk a lot about how the 5th gen versus 6th gen, you can tell as soon as you get your hands around the wheel, the steering wheel, that it's a lighter vehicle, that it, it's nimbler. That's what um, you will feel with a lighter wheel in motion. I don't know about this whole thing, man. Um, I'm just, I'm to me, I'm thinking carbon fiber and I'm thinking Michigan potholes. And... and <laughs> And I'm thinking, how much do you think a carbon fiber wheel would cost? Well, first of all, I mean, it's it's not new. HRE wheels, which is 
the higher end of luxury wheels. If you've ever been to SEMA or just know anything about HRE, and they they cost anywhere from six to eight thousand dollars a set of four, if I'm not mistaken. All right, wow. and I'm just I'm just I'm just pulling that out of my ass because I've never actually priced them out because I never saw a need to. Right. But if General Motors offers carbon fiber wheels on future products for road and track use, I gotta think you can expect to pay every bit of five to seven to ten thousand dollars for a set of wheels. This goes back to what we talked about before. When you buy a Z28, you're not buying it to drive it to get groceries. You're right. driving it to race it and win. Right. I think that if this actually comes to fruition, and no slam on the GM authority because they're usually pretty sharp about this, yeah. but these wheels are not for the average average everyday consumer. Therefore, even though they say road and track use, I think it's largely track use, if it even comes to pass. Wow. Hmm. Well, I guess... Uh, stay tuned, and and we're, we're gonna see. <laughs> we're gonna see, all right. And then everybody's <laughs> gonna go, "Oh my god, who the hell would pay that much for that?" Yeah, people that actually are serious about their racing, not right. you. If you're complaining about the price, it's not for you. Not for you. No, that's right. Okay. And meanwhile, I would like to um, defer that direction to one of our sponsors, <laughs> Forge Line Wheels. Man, um, I'm a big fan of Forge Line Wheels. Had them in my last 2010 Camaro. And uh, they're going to be coming on board, I got to think, in the near future. We're giving them a quick freebie here. Um, just a quick plug, Forgeline Wheels, man. Check them out, Forgeline.com. They got some cool new stuff coming out, and they're strong as hell, light as hell, and uh, probably don't cost near as much as anything that uh, would be carbon fiber produced by General Motors. Yeah, no kidding. So having said that, that's it's, it's the, I hope they do it, but people are going to bitch. Yeah. People are going to complain. Yeah, definitely. And if you do bitch, they're not for you. <laughs> Well, this is sure. one hell of a show we put out this week. I'm actually out Jam-packed. of breath. I know. What's up with that? Because I haven't shut up in a, in a half an hour. Well, we got Memorial Day weekend coming up. What do you have going on? Oh, man, I got my friends uh, Casey and Charlie, my lifelong best friends in the whole world. No offense to you, Chris. Um, coming down from Michigan uh, to hang out and get me pissed drunk and probably beaten up by a hooker or a prostitute <laughs> or a strip, strip uh, club uh, owner. Because um, that's what happens in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously, uh, they're coming down Memorial Day weekend. It's well, next weekend, right? Yeah. Can't yeah. believe it. Yep. Yep. Another quick shout out. Uh, Chris, I got uh, some Zeno stuff to send you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked about Zeno in a while. Zeno is a low-key product. Um, Sal doesn't advertise anywhere, and he only has limited distribution. But, Chris, you and I have used uh, Zeno products for... Um, Since 1998? Uh, 98, that's right. So <laughs> we're going on 18 years of using Zeno products. Yeah. If you want uh, the stuff that we use exclusively, pretty much uh, head over to ZenoStore.com. Check them out. Uh, tell them that Chris and Jason sent you. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. All right. Enough of that. We got to get out of here. Well, we uh, definitely do. Weekend ahead of me. We thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. We got some more interviews to do. It's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586 486 3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.